0: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure where we go through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. I am Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have Malamara, Lance Thalen,
1: and Fleeple
0: for those of you who haven't listened to the previous episode, let's see where our adventurers are at this current space and time. Last we left our adventurers, they had delved further into the library, which, for lack of a better term, could be considered a dungeon, and headed off a path. This path turned very cold and dark and left some sort of riddle that helped illuminate what was to come in a future room. Sure enough, there was a threshold that they had to think cleverly on how to pass this threshold without bursting into flame, taking damage. And I say bursting because unfortunately for Malamara, her familiar did do just that, burst and popped out of existence. But while Lance and Fleeple were discovering and exploring this room of seeming necromancy that the Quill had talked about, Mal was visited by her patron and given further direction on the book and item that she was supposed to receive and given a special power on how to find it as well as learning the language of abyssal fleepal came across a a spell gone wrong with a ritual still inscribed into the floor itself and after asking lance's opinion on retrieving these items on this corpse continued to do just that to wrap things up lance had been drawn towards the northern portion of this room with this mysterious mirror where the voices in his head were resounding, emanating, and mentally damaging his psyche. After ripping apart of this mental curtain that was blocking him from truly seeing what this mirror was, he saw a figure that turned around to him and spoke his name. And that is where we pick up on this week's adventure. So, Lance, this familiar figure looks towards you in her green dress, her red flowing hair, and the yellow scarf that perfectly is mirroring the yellow scarf around your neck. And she has a half smile as she opens her mouth.
2: Why did it take you so long to speak to me, Lance? Lance Thalen
3: just stands there, kind of slack-jawed for a second. He's very overwhelmed with it all, thinking through every possibility of how this is happening and what he's seeing, and then suddenly he grabs at his glove, one of his gloves on his left hand specifically, and he takes it off. And right there, wrapped around his pointer finger, is actually a... It looks it, kind of like a ring, but it's very thin, and it's copper, And he will point it at this mirror, trying out the trick that, if this is who he thinks it is, taught him this trick so long ago. And he will cast message and just say in this message and pointing, Kalora, is that you? This figure
0: puts her hands on her hips and sort of looks at you with a,
2: Oh, Lance type of a face, and she goes, Why, well, of course it's me, you big old dunny. Who do you think taught you that trick? Who do you think gave you that ring?
3: Lance just kind of falls to his knees in front of the mirror, still communicating with the message, half because he's still trying to understand if this is really her, and half also because he knows is in the other room and he doesn't want to be speaking out loud, and message is actually the only the person he is directing it to can hear it. And he just says, I thought it was you this whole time. I I don't... I. Why are you doing this? Why are you following me?
2: It's not me doing this,
0: Lance. And she gets down on her knees as well and she presses her hands against the mirror.
2: Lance, you've been doing this the whole time?
3: This whole conversation is him casting message basically for himself at least. Doing what? I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. You're... You can't be here. You can't.
2: No, I'm I'm not rightly here physically.
0: But she points as you are inches from the mirror, she points directly towards your head.
2: But I am in here. I found my way up here somehow. Took me a little bit.
3: Why why are you why are you staying with me? I don't.
2: Whew
0: and she sits fully down and she plops her legs out in front of her in a very unladylike fashion which is exactly what she used to do she used to play dress up she used to be amazing at impersonation but when it was just you and her and she didn't have to play a part she was just all about comfort and so she has her shoulders a
2: little bit slouched sitting down her um, feet pointed towards you well um I don't rightly know why I'm here. Personally, I thought I was going to the Nine Hills, but uh, I seem to remember passing out. And then as I was waking up, I, uh, I woke up seeing myself in a sewer. But then when I looked down, it was your hands that I saw, only to realize that I was looking through you. And I was like, oh my goodness. I truly have gone to the Nine Hells. I've become Lance Thalen. But no, I couldn't control any part of you. I just was in and out of consciousness, and... Personally, my theory is that, uh, you knew you couldn't live without me, so, uh, you kept me from crossing over. And for that, she smirks, and she just laughs for herself, (laughs) you You would have been totally lost without me, so you felt you had to keep me here on the side, just so you could get by. And, uh... It seems that you have. As she turns to you, seems that you are getting by. I don't. I don't.
3: Um. You always have to make jokes at the most inappropriate times.
2: It's the only way to get you read. You shine.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what happened to you. I didn't mean for it. I didn't. I thought I was doing something good. I thought we were doing something good. I know you told us... I know you told me not to, but... I try. I... I'm sorry. And for that, she has a very somber
0: face,
2: and she looks off to the side. All right, You were the one that always had the big heart out of the two of us. Ever since Ma and Pa. Well, uh... Let's just say it was hard for me to see... How to do the right thing. Because I was afraid it'd get us killed. And, well, I guess I was partially right. Yeah. Have you, um...
3: Have you seen...
2: Ma or... or pa on your end of things? Oh, heavens no. And uh, I don't think that they would uh, approve of my... A uh, current wardrobe, if you will. Uh, and for this, she kind of gets a little confused, and... She gets a little serious, and she goes... To tell you the truth, Lance, I have no idea what's going on with us. I don't know why I'm here. And, um... <clears throat> it was... Uh, I was, it was quite frightful near, at the beginning. But I've... Been... Dealing with it somehow, because what else is there? I've I'm along a... for the ride, so to speak, and I am uh, unsure if where to go from here. Until these other people started jumping in, that is. That's... yeah, I'm sorry I tell about you. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't... it's a it's a small space up here. I didn't
3: know. I didn't know that that would happen. I don't know what's happening to me.
2: I am. Um... Um, Well, it's great down frightful and freaky if you tell me Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it Okay, it's
3: happening in my head Okay, I hear you, I hear others I hear a cacophony sometimes I... It's a little weird, okay, on my end of things, okay You ever think about that, okay It's really weird to hear my... My sister, who I thought was gone Randomly popping out of nowhere, thought at first it was my imagination, my guilt. I thought you were haunting me. I thought, well, she was into practical jokes before. Why not now as a ghost? I don't.
2: <sighs> uh, all of that, I mean, truly
3: is fairly reasonable
2: if if you think
3: about it. I mean, if you re- if you design, this is your design. If you like, if you oh want, heavens and, no. no, I'm saying, if you chose, you would choose this. <laughs> Because you'll just...
2: Well, if I could torment you for all eternity... Yes, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely,
3: I would choose that. Lance Thedeland, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Not good at those. Um, That's going to be... That's going to be a 13. 13. The voices
0: are coming louder and louder in your head. And they are uh, pushing to the forefront and it is
3: a little un- quite uncomfortable
0: you can continue your conversation though
2: I don't I don't uh, I can't hear I can't hear I Listen don't Justin Lance you obviously were drawn to me you always were you always came to me you're my sister of course I'm drawn to you <laughs> of course of course but what do you got on your mind I mean I'd love to stay here in a mirror all day long but uh you're on my mind. You are.
3: Oh, my gosh. I don't... Callie, I don't know what to do. I'm being haunted by things. By you, by other people I've killed or gotten killed. And I don't know what to do. I don't know the purpose of it. I don't... I'm trying to do what you said. What you originally said. To, to lay low. to To not get involved with things. To... Just to leave things alone. You always said that when mom and... When mom and pa left or disappeared or whatever happened to them, I always kept looking and you kept saying, Oh, just leave it alone. They're gone. And I kept looking and I kept driving and I kept... I I kept on doing things and pushing things. And I was trying to do what you said, but... And then as soon as I think I'm on track I decided to walk down a hallway with necromancy power I'm just, I'm really conflicted here I'm
2: really conflicted here Lads, Lads Thalen And she has a very somber, very serious face You're doing the best you can That's all we can do in this world It's not enough, it's not enough, Callie I got you killed doing the best I could Sometimes it is. Life comes and goes. It happens, and... All you can hope for is that you've got people by your side. Get your back. And despite what happened, Lance Thalen, you did have my back. And those two knuckleheads out there, uh, the scary one and the green one... They're really weird. They're really weird.
3: I... I the kobold, he's hes really kind but then at the same time he burns people alive so you don't know what's happening and then, and then Malamara, she's just she's tough and she's angry but then she's haunted by a demon and I don't know how to help with that and I'm like, back off whoa, girl has baggage
2: but I don't I don't
4: we
3: all
2: have baggage well, if it helps any I like him I like them a great deal. And I think they're doing good for you. for that, she reaches out her hand
0: and touches the mirror with a very, like, solemn
3: face. Lance, with his bare hand, will reach back and touch her hand on, like, you know, mirror to mirror kind of thing. And just hold at his scarf as well.
0: And while she's touching her scarf with her other hand. She goes to open her mouth when suddenly a different hand reaches through your sister, through the mirror and grabs you by the chest and starts to drag you towards it. Ah! Your sister, dumbfounded with what's going on, she goes,
2: Now hold on!
0: And she gets shoved to the side and Mondath is there. I need everybody to roll me initiative.
2: Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh boy.
1: I thought to myself, what a great time to roll a natural one because I couldn't help with this. Mm-mm. And I rolled a two. Oh, oh
4: well I did roll a natural one, so at least one oh. of us. Oh is my solid.
1: gosh! What's <laughs>
3: happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
4: I'm just over here like, oh, but Bonesy, what do you think of the difference between pancetta and porchetta?
0: (laughs) Mm. Okay, so let's just go around the table here. Lance Thalen, what was your initiative?
3: Eighteen. Ooh, okay. Fleeful?
4: Uh, That's a four.
2: Okay. Mal?
1: Mine is also a four.
2: Ooh, and Frulon Mondath
0: has an initiative score as well.
4: Noted. (laughs) So,
0: before uh, the round officially begins, Frulon Mondath yells at the top of her lungs.
2: You will pay for trapping me in your mind, Stalin!
0: And Fleeple and Mal, you hear this. It reverberates through the caverns. But Lance Thalen, it is your turn first. You are grappled currently by Frulan Mondeth.
3: Sweet. What is grappled? Grappled just
0: means you uh, cannot move, and it takes an action to break out of it, but you can still attack, and you can still perform like spells if you had any, which now we know you do.
3: Okay, I will... So is she is she is Mondath out of the mirror, or just the hand is out of the mirror?
0: Her arm is out the, out of the mirror, and her head is moving out of the mirror as well.
3: Okay, I will try and get out of the grapple.
0: Okay, sounds good. Let's go ahead and roll. Um, you may roll either athletics or acrobatics to try and get out of this.
3: Oh. Remember that conversation we had about critical fails? <laughs> well, that's ironic because I got a critical success. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, no. Double, double, Voil
0: <laughs> So she grabs your second hand and she, uh, she has her uh, second hand come through and she's pulling herself towards you rather than pulling you into the mirror. She's pulling herself out of the mirror
3: itself. So that was your action. Wait, question. I can also disengage as an action. Would that get me out of a grapple or not? It would not. A spell,
0: something like something like freedom of movement, would get you out of that. But a disengage is just to prevent opportunity attacks.
3: Okay, so that was my action. Then I don't really have anything to. I can't do anything with my bonus action then. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna talk back at her with my bonus action then, and I'm just going to say, Lance is going to say, <sighs> "I didn't put you there on purpose, you jerk. I just let go of me." <laughs>
0: Excellent. Okay, well, after that, it is, believe it or not, Malamara's turn. Wow. Ooh, look at you rolling high. I, I will not hide what Furlan Mondath rolled. She rolled a one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> As well. So, yeah, we it was quite a, a low uh, initiative
1: roll a there. A ones
4: and
3: twos happening here.
1: Rules is written. Ned, don't you have a higher dexterity modifier than I do?
4: Uh, my dex is plus three.
1: Yeah, mine's plus two. Oh,
4: My
0: bad, I made an assumption there and I was wrong. Fleeple, it's your go. I
4: turn to Bonesy and I'm like, we'll we'll, we'll pick back up with this later. And I like full on cartoon leap up into the air and my legs start pedaling and they kind of go in front of me and then my body catches up and uh, I go rushing as fast as I can towards the sounds of shouting.
0: Okay, you can get sight of what is occurring. That's 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. It's about 30 feet away from you still, um, because your movement is 30, I believe, right? That is correct. Okay, yeah, so it's about 30 feet away from where you currently are at, and you see Lance in front of this mirror with Frulon Mondath's head coming out of the mirror, her grasping onto Lance Thalen. And a note about Frulon Mondath, she is... Not the same as you left her deceased corpse. She's not in half-dragon form. She is to her human form, where she has the purple garb, but her face is ghostly white. It's sickly, and it's, it's kind of like fading in and out of existence. Like, it's trying to decide if it can exist in this realm, or maybe it's in transition or something to that effect.
4: Well, uh, at least she's not a nasty dragon person right now. Uh, We're going to start rushing on forward and I think spell, spell, spells. It's been a while since we've had battle. I'm going to just start myself off with a nice classic produce flame.
2: Okay, okay, okay.
4: So I'm going to roll an attack with my new plus eight attack modifier.
0: Whoa! There you go. Getting
4: a 14 to hit.
0: Yeah, that's a hit.
4: Alright, and being at 6th level, that's going to be 2d8 damage plus the extra bonus from my immolation feature. So that's going to be 11 fire damage total. Mm Mm-hmm yeah and that's going to be my main action then with my bonus action i'm going to pull out one of my sprigs of mistletoe and i'm going to cast heroism on lance using my song of the solstice let me pull up the details here because i think this is the first time i've actually succeeded in casting heroism using this ritual
0: i think so You used it in the book, but um, now that you're level six, is your first sprig of mistletoe?
4: Yeah, so this is a touch spell, so I'm going to need to rush on up to Lance, and as I cast the spell, uh, the willing creature I touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability modifier at the start of each of its turns.
2: Whoa, that is
0: way good.
4: And my spellcasting ability modifier is plus four. So that's going to be plus four temp HP to Lance at the beginning of each of his turns.
0: And you are right next to Lance Thalen in front of this mirror with Mondath. And as you run over, Mondath looks at you, Fleeple, and goes,
2: You too shall pay!
0: Um, and she's like, her waist is coming out of the mirror at this point. She's almost fully realized in front of both of you. That was your pretty much your whole turn, I believe, right, Flipple?
4: Uh, Yep, action, bonus action, and movement.
0: All right, Malamara, you are sitting in your discarded ritual circle and you hear the cacophony of battle and these screams in the necromatic room.
1: Malamara jumps to her feet and goes right up to the barrier, the necromatic barrier, and panicked just shouts, Lance! Lance Thalen! Fleeple! That's all she's doing.
0: All right. Malamara seeming unable to cross through this threshold to her friends. Frulan Mondath's turn. Fleeple, as you look at Frulan Mondath's form, it appears that the fire that singed her side is starting to slowly knit itself and uh, almost completely heals itself there. Oh no,
4: that's not good. That's a bad thing. (laughs) She is very pale, you said. How are her teeth looking right now?
3: Lepo, the man of many trades, dentistry included. <laughs> he's a sommelier. He's a cheese man. <laughs> I believe her teeth are fine.
4: Okay, they're, so they're, they're the same. Yeah, they're so the same. Uh, just, just think, racking my brain for creatures that have a regeneration. <laughs> Ned going through, going yeah. through the
0: the monster manual now. It's like, okay, go to the regeneration folder. Gotcha. So on her turn, she is going to actually look. Directly into Lance Thalen's eyes. And Lance Thalen, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. This is Mondas' vengeful glare. 12. 12. That is a failure. Oh! Lance Thalen, you are
3: paralyzed. Oh! Dang. Thomas doesn't mess. <laughs> He's ready to kill. <laughs>
0: You are paralyzed until you either take damage from the Revenant. Oh, there it is. The Revenant. <laughs> there
2: it <is>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the from, uh,
0: from Mondath or until Mondath's, the end of Mondath's next turn. So having done that, Mondath pulls herself out of the mirror completely. And with Lance Thalen in her grasp, she goes,
2: I will... Break your body and I will send your soul to the abyss. And she uh, thrusts
0: you to the ground, but not enough to do damage and looks and turns towards you, Fleeple. And that's her turn. So Lance Thalen, you're paralyzed. And that is your whole turn. As you just stare up, you can't do anything right now. You are staring up at Mondath, facing off against Fleeple. And we jump over to Fleeple. It's your turn, face to face with Mondath here.
4: Well, it's a good thing that Mondath dropped Lance, uh, because I'm going to use my action to turn into... Ooh, I got so many choices. What should I turn into here?
0: This is where the DM forgot everybody's abilities, because it's been a while (laughs) since we've, uh... since we've had battle.
1: Did you forget that he's a druid, not a cleric?
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, I, part of me genuinely did, actually.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and since it's Mondath, I should have known there was going to be some polymorphing going on.
4: We're going to pull out a completely new one that I haven't used before. And I'm going to turn myself into a saber-toothed tiger.
0: Whoa! All right. As you do a backflip in the air your body changes into this scaly saber-toothed tiger.
4: And I give a growl to Mondath, and I'm going to reach down with my big old teeth and pick up Lance Thalen and start rushing out through the door and the archway.
0: Excellent. Alright, well... Well, no, that's your action. Yeah, we'll say you can pick him up. He's right there, so just... Um, easy enough. You're not, like, grabbing in your hands or whatever. Just for the heck of it, let's just have you roll a dexterity check as a saber-toothed tiger, just to see if there's a a little prick in your haste to pick him up.
4: All right. Uh, that is going to be a 19.
0: Sure enough. Lance, you feel very safe in the jaws of the toothed Tiger. As you rush away, Mondath does take an opportunity attack, though.
3: I do get temporary hit points right at the beginning of my turn? Yep. It's just, just four. I just get four. Okay, cool.
0: So that opportunity attack against Fleeple was a, a natural one for a total of eight. So I believe an eight doesn't hit the saber-tooth Tiger, does it?
4: It does not. Thank goodness. Okay. So you got your movement. Yes, which is 40 feet. What? 40 feet? Okay. So you
0: rush let's see 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 35, 40 to the threshold where Malamara is. Malamara, you see Fleeple. You're pretty sure it's Fleeple as a saber-toothed tiger with He's Lance Paralyze.
4: <laughs> flapping on He's the back got of the his head. the on the ears.
0: Uh, with Lance Thalen in a petrified almost state in his jaws it just Bounding towards the threshold here. You can't make it through the threshold, but you have made it up to the threshold. Excellent. I believe that's your turn then, uh, Fleeple.
4: Yep, that'll do it for me.
0: All right, we go to Malamara. You are on the opposite side of the threshold here. What are you doing?
1: Well, that changes what I was going to do. So, seeing that he is rushing toward me with Lance in his mouth, she will back up from. The barrier and stand against the wall so they can come through. And that's all she'll do because she's unsure what even is happening.
0: So you go about 10 feet back just to give them some distance, so to speak?
1: Not 10 feet back, just right against the wall.
0: I see. Okay, so you're just literally turning and clearing the way? Yeah. Do you want to hold any action or anything like that?
1: No, because she doesn't know what's going on.
0: Okay, so with that done, it is Frulon Mondath's turn. Frulon Mondath, she glides towards you. 2030. Has a 30 feet movement. And Fleeple. I need you to roll me a wisdom saving throw, please.
4: Alright, alright, alright. Uh that is a seven, which I do not like, so I'm gonna use my inspiration. Oh, finally! <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> And And that's a ten. Oh, oh. oh wait, no, I'm, I maintain my own mental stats though, right?
0: Yes, you do. You don't have okay. the sabretooth stats, it's your own wisdom saving throw.
4: Okay, that's a sixteen then. <gasps>
0: sixteen is enough! to not have the vengeful glare petrify you. You feel this power try to come over you, and you shake it off, and you uh, keep bounding forward. That is the Revenant's turn, and Lance Thalen, you are back. Uh, You are no longer paralyzed. However, you would be frightened, but you can't be frightened with heroism. Hey, hey! There you go. All right. And now, Lance Thalen, it goes back to you.
3: Uh, so I'm laying in, this is a Sabertooth, Saber, Saples' mouth here, and we're right at the barrier. Yep. All right, well, might as well, if we're all doing new things, might as well use my new thing. I will use, I will stay in Saples' mouth, and I will use my Bracers of the Flying Daggers and throw two flaggers flaggers <laughs> throw flagons. Flagons coming at you throw two daggers at this abomination of mondath
1: is that one of the magical weapons you got magical items you got in candle keep
3: yep i
0: got mm-hmm. bracers of the flying daggers okay so is that just two normal attacks then
3: yeah, i believe so it says it's armband as an action you can pull up to two magical daggers from the bracers and immediately hurl them making a ranged attack with each dagger
0: very nice. Go and roll
3: two attacks, then. Okay, that's a natural twenty for the first one. Ooh! Oh, very nice.
1: Ones and twenties. So we're well eaten tonight.
3: The next one is, I imagine, it's just like a, it's just like a normal attack. There's no like magic bonus or anything. So it's twenty-one for the second one. Both hit. The first one is double the dice Which damage. Double. And I don't know if I, like, because I'm throwing these daggers. Well, I guess they both get my damage because it's an action. So they both, it's not like I'm doing a bonus action that gets no.
0: I would say so. Both of them can add your uh, modifiers onto that. Yeah. Grip.
3: Okay, this is the double one. Nine points of damage for the first one. Nice. And then the second one, which is not doubled, it's just one dice. That is going to be Seven.
0: Oh, very nice. Okay, these daggers—they fly out. They're almost spectral daggers, but they—they um, they solidify as they fly through the air. They hit right into Mondath. She, not caring, just continues forward towards you. Malamara, while you're seeing this sight, you see Mondath's floating spectral body chasing after them. But Lance Thalen, you have your bonus action and action—bonus st- uh, action and movement still.
3: Yep. I will, with this bonus action, I will hide in Fleeple's mouth. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, no, I don't know. Curl um, up into a ball. I, I'm just gonna i st- I'm just gonna stay here. I'm just gonna stay with Fleeple. I'm staying okay. I'm staying in the Saple's mouth here. Do you yell anything to your comrades? <laughs> just Run away! Run away!
4: <laughs>
3: That's it.
0: Alright. We go to Fleeple.
4: I hear him yelling to run away. I look to Mal uh, as if to say, what do you think? Should we run away or should we kill this thing?
1: Flipple looking through the barrier sees determination in Malamara's eyes.
4: Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get us through the barrier to the other side. Okay.
0: As you jump through the barrier, Lance Thalen, you feel the pulse and you feel the gem in your pocket. Fleeple, Uh, I'm thinking about the gem being absorbed into the form, not being physically on your person, and I'd like you to make me a constitution saving throw, please.
4: All right, all right, all right, all right. I'd say 12.
0: 12. So that is a failure. So you are going to take... Oh, low roll. Low roll. Oh, my gosh. You're only going to take five points of necrotic damage. Okay. That, I rolled. That's decent. Two, two ones. But you do take one point of exhaustion as you feel this wave course through your body and riddle you with pain. It just drains you of some of your life force. And you're like, oh, um, and you feel, you feel 10 years older again. You're not 10 years old again, but you feel 10 years older again. And so Man, five Okay, well sorry, I rolled way low every single time I had to roll for the
2: cry me for that River River cry, cry Man.
4: So we we figured out the other thing that happens uh, when you go through this gate, it turns out.
0: So that was just part of your movement though, Fleeple. You still get the rest of your turn.
4: That I do trying to remember real quick what kind of action I need to do to drop wild shape yes it is a bonus action to revert the wild shape so yeah i think that's probably what i'm gonna do now that we're all on the other side uh, i'm going to put lance down gently one quick thing heroism is a concentration spell so i'm gonna need to do a saving throw for that concentration check uh, that's a 20 modded 20 all right totally fine heroism still up and now do i get rid of that by casting a different concentration spell you know that's one of the things about being a a druid is you got a lot of really good spells but a lot of them are concentration
0: that's true that is absolutely true and mal you are right after Fleeple here
4: i think i'm going to keep the heroism up for one more round but I am going to toss an ice knife at Mondath at third level.
2: Whoa.
0: Okay, so you pop out of the saber-toothed tiger's form. Pink smoke everywhere as you revert back to your form. You superhero pose land onto the ground. And then as you grab onto the ground, you produce an ice knife, knife from the ground itself, an ice, and you chuck it at Mondath.
4: Actually, I, I think about it a second time and I'm like, wait. Revenant might be immune to cold damage, so I'm going to do Thunder Wave instead.
0: And as you are about to throw the knife, you go, psych! And you drop the knife, and your fist just goes... (laughs) When a sonic wave pushes forward, Mondath being within 15 feet. What's that save they have to make?
4: It's going to be a DC 16 con save.
0: Okay. That is a 25...
4: Okay, that is definitely a success. That's going to be half of 48 damage. I rolled 24, so that's going to be 12.
0: 12, very nice. Very nice there. Okay, as Mondath, you blast her with this energy with the... The dirt just springs up around her. Some of the ash springs up past her, but she is undeterred, and she is focused, uh, making her way towards each of you. believe that's your turn.
4: Uh, yep, bonus to drop. Action to Thunderwave, and I'm going to move behind Mal just a little bit.
0: All right, Malamar, it is your turn. As you are covering Fleeple, you would see Mondath coming before you, a little bit more aware of the situation. What do you do?
1: Fleeple's thunder wave did go through the barrier, correct? It did. Okay, great. Looking at Mondath through the portal, she'll say, didn't we already kill her once? And she'll cast, bonus action cast Hex on Mondath.
0: Okay, the inky red... Black sort of tar springs up from the ground. Lance of leaple, it's a little bit more vibrant this time, a little bit more chaotic, but it grabs onto this spectral figure and it does latch onto her foot and it starts to spread through her body with your bonus action.
1: And with my action, I will cast Witch Bolt on her. Hey. Which is a ranged An spell attack. but a goodie.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll.
1: Thank heavens. After all those bad rolls.
0: 22. 22's a
1: hit! Which is. I didn't even get 2d12 out because I didn't think I was ever going to use d12s again.
0: <laughs> Just when you think you're done.
1: 18. Mondath comes back. 18 lightning damage, 6 hex, which is necrotic. Whoa! Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. 18 lightning, you say? Yes. And how much necrotic? 6. Okay, the lightning does seem to course through her body, and it does seem to do some damage, but the necrotic seems to, she seems to shrug it off a little bit more. Shocked. Shockered. Do you move at all, Mal?
1: No. I'll stand firm right in front of Lance and Fleeple.
0: I'll stand by you.
3: That's Um. what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) we clearly played hotspot
1: tonight.
0: Yep. Yeah, for our listeners, uh, we, to warm up, played a... It's an improv game. It's called Hotspot. Look it up. It's quite quite a bit of fun. So, Frulon Mondath, she, with surprising speed, darts to all of you. 5, 10, 15, 20. Lance, I will say you are not on the ground. I did that mainly for flavor, because that would be cruel. But
3: she is going to attack you. Did anything happen to her when she came through the barrier?
0: She did not. Nothing happened to
3: her. Oh, I thought that barrier would have just stopped her
0: because
1: she's a... It didn't
0: even... It didn't even activate. Okay. So, she is going to take her fist and just pound into your chest like she did through your sisters in the mirror. That is an 18 to hit. That hits. All right. And then Malamara with a backhand, she goes to smack your face. That is a 24 to hit. That it. Okay, Lance, you take twelve points of bludgeoning damage as this fist goes into your body. You feel it impact you.
3: Uncanny dodge. I will use my reaction to have the damage.
0: And additionally, because they have sworn vengeance against you, you take an additional eighteen points of bludgeoning damage.
3: Do I? Does my uncanny dodge cut? All of that in half or just one of them?
0: Yes, because that is all one attack. So it's 18 plus 12, 30. So I
3: only take 15. Wow. Only 15. And really, because of my temporary hit points, I only take 11.
0: Well, 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 I'll just target you more frequently. Uh, Malamara, however, you do take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. As she backhands your face and you feel it connect solidly with a loud crack, she is out for blood. And I forgot to mention at the beginning of her turn, that necrotic damage and the lightning that seemed to course through her, that still is coursing through due to her witch bolt, she seems to gain some composure and gain some hit points back.
2: You will all pay for what you have done against the Cult of the Dragon. For what you have done to me, for how you have placed me in this situation! That
0: is her turn. It is now Lance's turn. Okay.
3: I am going to, standing right there, being punched by her, I am going to take out my short sword and dagger. And with Malamara five feet within us, I will plunge the short sword toward her, attacking her.
0: Excellent. So not with advantage, but if you hit, it is sneak attack. That's correct.
3: And I wouldn't be able to position myself. Looking at the map, it seems like I would have to go through the barrier again.
0: You'd have to go through the threshold again, yes. And then I'm
3: like, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Oh, and this is the short sword of the dragon slayer. So cool little thing. So it's a magic short sword. Going to give me 17 to hit. 17's a hit. With sneak attack. 20 damage.
0: 20 damage. Look at that sneak attack coming out. Well done. All right. Well, that was intense.
3: I will bonus action, disengage, and I will retreat 30 feet back into the hallway, still having an angle to see her to make a ranged attack possibly if somehow she stays over there, which I doubt she will, but still. I will move back 30 feet and that is my turn.
0: Easy enough to do. Um, it's just at the end of the bend, though. So if you were to go any further back, you wouldn't have line of sight of her. So this is just barely enough where you can get some line of sight. Excellent job. Uh, we've got Fleeple and then Malamara on deck.
4: Now that Lance seems to be relatively safe kind of around this bend, I'm going to drop concentration on the heroism and I'm going to move a little bit back towards him, use another bonus action and another sprig of mistletoe for my healing ritual, cast a first level Cure Wounds on him. Ooh, okay. Returning to you 11 hit points.
0: Great, so you are side by side with Lance then, is that correct?
4: Yep. And then using my main action, now that I've dropped the concentration, I'm going to give a little whistle and summon my Fae Spirit Star Platinum except he is not mirthful this time. He is fuming this time. Oh boy, here we go. And what it means when he's fuming is when he uses his face step to teleport up to 30 feet, he has advantage on the next attack he makes before the end of the turn. Excellent. All right, so where does he appear? So he appears right in front of me. Well, a couple squares in front of me. And then uh, he's got just steam coming out of his goat satyr ears, and he leaps up into the air and stomps down, and as he hits, there's a little crack, and he appears right behind Mondath and is going to make one short sword attack with advantage. Ugh, not great, though. That is only a 13 to hit.
0: Just hits.
4: Oh, thank goodness. So the damage from that is going to be seven piercing damage plus four force damage
0: excellent okay mondath looks like they are taking a beating but they have fury in their eyes anything else on your turn fleeple
4: i think that's probably going to do it uh i'm just going to stand firm with lance and uh be there for moral support
3: all right malamar we go to you I just imagine Fleeble's moral support is like the good cop on the Lego movie. Hey, buddy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He is the good constable, after all.
3: He is the good constable. Yes,
0: yes, he is. All right, Mel, what you got?
1: Standing here in front of Mondath, seeing that the lightning did do so much damage, and the hex was not as... Helpful as I was hoping it was going to be. She will just grab onto that crackling electricity in her hands, in both hands, and squeeze it and cause it to electrocute her again.
0: Well, if that's not metal, I don't know what is. Gr- literally grabbing lightning and squeezing it as tight as you can.
1: Uh, that's 17 more lightning points. 17 more points of lightning damage.
0: Great. Right? Okay. It's been a long time since we've done Witch Bolt. That was your action, I believe, right?
1: Correct. And the um, Fleeple and Lance are 30 feet behind Malamara.
0: They're like 20 to 25.
1: She will just stand her ground in front of Mondath, so that she's trying to block her way from essentially passing.
0: Okay. With that being the case... Oh, Mal, did you roll a concentration check for your Witch Bolt?
1: I did, and it is a concentration. I did get backhanded. Oh, that's
0: right. Okay.
1: Again, we haven't used witchbolt in so long. Okay, well, that was a two. Oh, so let me no, redo no. that full turn.
0: For simplicity, let's keep as is with the Witch Bolt, but then after you do the final bit of damage, and because you squeezed it, you squeeze the remaining sparks of your Witch Bolt out, and it it dissipates as you do the damage into Mondath. So now you're standing in front of her Witch Bolt having dissipated. That was on me for not getting that concentration check.
1: That was on me for not doing the concentration check for my own spell.
0: No, I'm at fault.
1: <laughs> I'm at, Thomas, we can't move forward. Do you want, I can redo that turn. I don't no, feel let's, bad. Let's, I have a whole let's keep different going. Thing. Okay, great. So, standing in front of Mondath with that electricity fading from her hands, she uh, cracks her neck where that uh, backhand hit her. And she'll reach down inside of her, and she will use her bonus action to rage. (laughs) And pull out that Githyanki sword from underneath her cloak.
0: Lance and Fleeple, as you stare at Mondath being electrocuted and the lightning going out, it's darkness. And it starts to get dark as Mal just starts breathing intently. (sighs) And you see her size start to grow, and you see her form start to change slightly. But her muscles bulge, and her clothes get tight as they are about to rip. But she grips onto her sword, and as she looks back, her tusks are longer than what they were previous. And she stands her ground with Mondath. So it is now Mondath's turn. Malamara does an 18 hit. It does mondath goes to smack you again and as she smacks against your your uh, face instead of doing damage she disorients you and grabs onto your neck and then she starts to float backwards pulling you and dragging you with her she is going to make an athletics check to do so though
4: does she trip over star platinum who is standing right behind her Ooh, Star Platinum. I have Star Platinum get is down Platinum... onto all fours and try and tabletop her or she goes back. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: is Star Platinum co- uh, corporeal or physical entity?
4: That is a good question. Let me check that real quick.
0: Awesome.
1: And is that a versus roll or because it's just orienting, I can't move?
0: We will make it versus. So you can go ahead and roll athletics to hold your ground.
4: It is a corporeal form.
0: Okay, sounds good. And Mal, I believe you get advantage because you are raging.
1: (laughs) Will Wheaton tonight, guys. I rolled a natural 20. And then my advantage roll was a one.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah.
0: You keep your 20, though, right? Yeah.
1: Because it was advantage. Yeah, yeah, you're good. (laughs) Not disadvantage.
0: Oh, my goodness. So she goes to pull back and just grip you. But you just flex your neck for and you just like grab her hand and you just growl your eyes red um, and just glowing this glow leaking from your eyes it's red the same glow that is on her currently with hex which by the way you didn't roll last time when you did a witch bolt
1: I didn't because it didn't do anything (laughs) oh okay I just streamlined that (laughs) roll
0: fair fair enough okay She does have multi-attack, so she's going to try one more time to pull you. So we're going to do another athletics check here. She's really trying to get you over that threshold. 23. 24. Oh, my goodness. goodness. With a natural 20. Got a natural 20. So it is this tug of war. And as she just is glaring at you, her size starts to get erratic, chaotic, and is close to bursting at the seams. You see her head just lashing out where her eyes are still straight at you. And Mal, you can't hold your ground. She pulls you half of her distance, which is 15 feet, into the room, and you pass through the threshold. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, please.
1: Non-natural 20.
0: Oof, okay. Because you saved, you take half this damage, so you take, it's nine points of necrotic damage halved, so that's four points of damage to you, and you do not suffer that one point of exhaustion, but you are in past the threshold again with her. She's gripping tight onto you. And again, her body starts to re knit itself. That is her turn. She does leave your phase spirit
4: area though. Does your phase spirit get opportunity attacks? It's a it's got a stat block, so presumably it gets a reaction. Do it. That is an 18 to hit.
0: 18 does hit
4: four eight piercing one force.
0: Well, all right. Or back to the top of the round. Lance Thalen, you are now 25, uh, 40 feet away from these individuals. Meaning your companion and Mondath. The spectral revenant form of Mondath.
3: I'm going to bonus action, if I can, like duck around. I'm going to try and bonus action hide. So I'm going to try and like hide my presence behind this kind of outcropping of rock in the hallway. But then once I've done that and Collect my breath, and if my, you know, hide action works, then I'm going to turn the corner without. Well, here, let me roll first for that. Let me roll first for that. So, bonus action hide. Moving up about, you know, 10 feet, it looks like. All right. That is going to be 25. 25. Yeah, you're hidden. All right. I'm just uh, going to. Only Fleeple's
0: passive perception would be able to find you at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Young Fleeple. laughs>
3: Uh, I'm going to, as I'm hiding, I'm going to sheathe my short sword and dagger. I'm going to whip around the bow, the short bow. And I'm going to, like, press my finger into the wrapping, like, in between the wood, almost like probably giving my my thumb splinters as I do. But I'm kind of grinding my finger against the name that's engraved below that wrapping. And I'm just going to say, come on, Callie, help us out here. I'm going to whip around the corner pull the bow back, and aim and fire at Mondath.
0: Alright, go ahead and roll. With advantage. And as you rolling, and as you as you uh, get it ready and you whisper to the air, you hear in your mind,
2: you get her lance right in the eye. That's 26 to hit. That's a hit! Okay.
3: Sneak attack damage, because my, I was hidden. And Malamar is within five feet Engage. Yeah, because of advantage. Yep. And yeah, there's multiple things that could be an attack for that. All All the things. All the things. All the things. 20 points of damage again.
0: 20 points. Oh, as the arrow sails forward and it goes into Mondath's right eye more through it, so to speak. It does do a significant amount of damage and Mondath screams in pain and grasps her right eye. Your sister was like,
2: well, I'm at the other eye, but that did the job uh, pretty nicely, I think.
3: All right. Well done. All right. And then I'm just going to step forward a little bit out of my covering.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you're already exposed. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 So I'm just going to, because I moved up 10 feet, I'm just going to move maybe 10 more. And just basically right next to Fleeple's little spirit guy. And I'm just going to shout. Well, if I can, can I shout something at Mondath? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to shout at Mondath. Hey, Dragon Breath! You came for me! Come and get me! Go ahead and roll a, uh,
0: yeah, persuasion check. I know all of you have the best charisma here.
3: We do, that's a nine.
0: All right, sounds good. You yell at her, but she seems totally engrossed with Malamara
4: currently. Okay, Fleeple! Okay, four things for me and Star Platinum. First thing:
0: four! Well Move, done.
4: Keep movement going. Movement to get up even with Lance so I can get within range. Mm-hmm. Second thing. Bonus action, healing word on Mal
0: Okay. What do you say? I say
4: <laughs> get better soon. and you're going to get better soon!
3: You're a Hallmark greeting card. Get better soon. <laughs>
4: And you regain eight hit points. That's maximum healing. There you go. <laughs> wow. The power of mark. Hallmark. They know they have the power to heal. <laughs> okay. Third thing main action. I'm going to do another produce flame on Mondath. Okay. Roll. That is a 14 to hit. That hits dealing 11 points of fire damage
0: 11 points of fire damage mondath screams and yells she is quite hurt
4: but still standing and then final thing star platinum is going to once again just steam pouring out of his ears like a bad commercial from back in the day for a spicy meatball leaps up in the air And just does like a swan dive into the ground and disappears. And with another cracking noise appears right behind Mondath. Going to make an attack with advantage for an 18 to hit.
0: 18 is a
4: hit. That's going to be eight piercing and five force.
0: Okay. Mondath is still up, but incredibly wearied, bloody, and injured.
4: And that is going to do it for me and my fuming face spirit friend.
0: Malamara, it is your go. You're seething red. Rather, you're seeing red and seething and you just are staring into this haggard, deceased creature that you already yelled, you already killed. What do you do?
1: With that Yankee sword, And relinquishing all self-control, she will recklessly attack with the sword, which is good, because that was not great. I even switched dice, and it still is not great. 16. Does a 16 hit?
0: 16 hits. Go and roll your other attack, too.
1: I only have one attack.
0: Oh, there you go. I forgot.
1: Because I multiclassed. Ooh, that was a better roll. That is 14 points of slat. No, 16 points of slashing damage.
0: Malamara, tell us how it is done. Oh, yes.
1: With Mondath distracted by the fey spirit and turned away from her, she just grips that sword in her hands and she goes, stay dead this time. And she'll swing it around, because it was reckless, and slash her in half.
0: Absolutely. As you swing the sword over your head, you you swing it once, twice, stated, and you slash through her body, and very anime style. She has her hand on your throat still as you're grappled, but you ignoring it just go, she slowly releases the grip as her spectral form is cut clean in two and floats away from each other. And she goes, You! I will get you all! And she screams at the top of her lungs as her body explodes through the room. This ghostly material scatters into the walls. And that is where we'll end this week's episode of ICAST Fireball. That
4: was a big one. That was a big, big one.
1: It was a big mm-hmm. We did not roll very well tonight. We were taking some nope, bad heavy hits some there. Bad we had a
4: lot of rust. A lot of rust
0: on our dices, I think. Yeah, um, so much <laughs> rust oh, that oh.
4: I completely forgot the maximum CR that I can choose for wild shape, and should not have been able to turn into a saber tooth <gasps> tiger. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say it was an axe beak <laughs> instead, because they also have a forty foot movement speed
0: there you go why not you know you know mystical magical things happen in the library of candle magical yeah. um well i was thinking all we need to do is to bring mondath back and have fleeple defeat mondath and then we'll have a whole set yeah. here with <laughs> lance Mal, <laughs> and, and then fleeple
4: yeah. everybody will have that defeated face spirit them was awesome. oh, i i, I <laughs> cannot contain my excitement at this idea thomas
2: oh whatever do you mean
0: well if you're looking forward to mondath possibly coming back in the future for people to kill tune in to another episode of ICAST fireball but thank you all so much for joining us this week in particular we hope you've enjoyed listening wherever you get your podcast from please leave us a review it boosts our ratings let's us know you like what we're doing and puts us in other people's recommended feeds if you want to write something a little bit longer than a review you could also email us at icastfireball2020@gmail.com. 2020 at gmail.com we'd Love to hear from you, and we're hoping to get the word out there and set this podcast on fire. To get the most recent up-to-date content, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, shoot us a message, or uh, use the hashtag iCastFireball. As always, a shout out to our sister podcast, Improv Tabletop, where Ned takes a role as the GM or the keeper in both the Fate Accelerated and Avatar Legends role-playing campaigns they have going on over there. It's a ton of fun, it's a ton of uh, character development, And it's just really fun to jump into wacky or familiar worlds if you're a fan of Avatar. So go give them a listen, and don't forget to leave them a five-star review. Like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. And Fleeple. Let's keep that fire going, and we'll see you all next time.